Now more than ever, it is important that we provide care and services that keep our communities well before they require acute interventions. From mental health and wellbeing services to setting up families for a healthy life or even transforming the culture of a community, these projects help people live a happy and healthy life and free up capacity for the most unwell members of the community. It's so lovely to see you all here today. Michelle and I are going to um, talk together, and we want to sort of tell a very brief story, set the scene, so there's a chance for interaction and questions, because it's a very detailed, rich story. We can't do justice to it in 15 minutes, so we're going to hopefully open up and have a bit of a conversation. But I'd like to start with... Uh, acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we meet, uh, the uh, Yagara and the Turbal people here, and our work has been based in Logan, Yugen Bear and Yagara people. And I'd like to acknowledge any elders here today, but also the elders who've helped us along our way in Logan, elders past, present. Right. So, uh, I'd like to also um, say that my role, uh, I'm, I work in the Backbone team um, at Logan Together, and a lot of the things that you'll see up on the slides today, if you hop onto the Logan Together website, you'll see the actual papers where they come from. Right, so, next slide. oh, next slide, thank you, Michelle. Uh, so, Many of you will know of Logan. It's a unique community, very diverse, a lot of newly arrived um, communities, uh, a lot of people having babies. So uh, when we're looking at what the model is that we want to talk about today, it's midwifery group practice, which many of you will be familiar with, plus, 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 because it's based in a community setting where women and their families can access care that looks at their holistic needs, their wraparound services that they, they might require, but also in an environment where it embodies respect and safety for who they are in the care. And that's the dream that, we, um, that the community developed many years ago and what we want to share with you today. So, oh, I think I have to click this a few times, don't I? So, uh, when we're looking at uh, what provides the impetus for change, there's the evidence base, which all of us here are on about. There's the community will and uh, what community shares. Those two circles alone um, are not enough. What we need to do is come together and have the conversation and form relationships, which is collective impact. So these are all the things that we knew and know about the particular context of Logan. I might give this to you because you know how many bumps we have to do. Uh, so what that previous slide was showing us was that it enabled us to question, is the community being as well served as it could be by our maternity services? And what will it take to make a difference? I really enjoyed Chi's talk. And when it comes to how you have that conversation, that three-pronged idea of open up, be present, do what matters, 
collectively, that's what we have done when we've come together to look at the hubs and to develop them, to reimagine the possibilities. So when I talk about collective impact, what does that mean in the Logan context? Uh, for 20 or more years, there was um, a midwifery group practice um, operating out of Logan Hospital. It was experiencing the squeeze, so in 2015, um, it was very small, um, and uh, there was all of those uh, clinical issues that were up on the screen before happening. There was community will and wish uh, for services that really met the needs of uh, women and families more. So uh, in 2015, Logan Together commenced. Its focus was on the well-being of Logan children and the developmental milestones, which evidence showed uh, Logan children were, um, were behind their Queensland and Australian counterparts. And of course, having a good start in life is one of the major things. If you invest the earlier, the more you will make a difference on well-being for the life course. So now when we are looking at years later when we have hubs up and running, um, when people reflect back on that time in 2015 where people came together and then three years later the, the hubs began to open, it was absolutely collective impact that made the difference. We had the evidence, we had the community will for many years, but it wasn't until we brought people together who had the decision-making power, the investment power, the, um, you know, I, I'm of Logan, I can tell you what's happening, the evidence, all together in the room that we got the hubs up and running. And I just, uh, the reason why I'm here today is I'm very keen to tell this story because we need to, of course, keep it going, keep our investment going in having the conversations and keeping it real, but also we would like for all of the women of Logan to have access to this sort of service and we would like to other areas to say yes it can be done. There's many intractable issues around system change. Making system change sounds very easy to say, not so easy to do, uh, but luckily we had the ingredients those years ago to make it happen. Over to you. I think so. Uh, hello everyone, I'm Michelle O'Connor and um, I was here a couple of years ago in 2019 to present the hubs and uh, talk about the growth of the hubs and what we'll be doing and I um, promised I would be back to present some of the outcomes so um, I'm lucky to be able to do that today. Uh, <clears throat> when we have a midwifery continuity of care um, and particularly when we situate this in the community um, in specific um, locations where people feel culturally safe, you'd expect to see um, really good outcomes. Um, and so I, I want to talk about some of those outcomes today, but more specifically, uh, what I want to, the message I really want to give you today is about the collective impact process that allowed us to make this happen in the Logan community where we really were struggling, <clears throat> particularly with engagement. And you can't um, achieve these sorts of outcomes um, that we're used to achieving um, in midwifery continuity of care. We all, we all know that we can achieve these outcomes, but you can't achieve them if the women aren't presenting for care. <clears throat> so um, our great challenge was to uh, engage our population. We had um, a large uh, amount of women who weren't 
showing up for care. Um, in 2015, these were the stats. Uh, and you know, we're very happy to be able to say that um, we've reduced that um, in these past couple of years, um, nearly four since we uh, started the hubs. So now we can really start to see impact now that we are engaging um, particularly our priority populations. And I'd like to mention also that reducing, you saw on the previous slide, reducing preterm birth for our priority populations uh, and low birth weight babies and all of those things that we've shown we've, we've been able to do in Logan is certainly where you're going to see the impact for life trajectory for our children and our, and our healthy um, population into the future. So this is the stat that got us the funding in the first place, that women weren't showing up for care in Logan and that their outcomes were worse. And so we've, we've certainly been able to show an improvement there. Um, and just as I said previously, we're making a difference um, with you know, those, those really high impact outcomes that we would like to see in healthcare for a healthy population. We're engaging um, our First Nations women and families more. Um, we really needed to achieve th those targets to be able to make the difference. Um, smoking cessation um, and um, reduction increased by 20% in 2020 when we did our first evaluation for the hubs, which is significant. So obviously we, uh, the evaluation that we're talking about today and the outcomes, um, we went out to our partners and our consumers. Um, we also did an economic analysis following the quadruple aim. Uh, for us, this is about showing that the partners we went on this journey with at the beginning, um, who are still engaged and remain engaged, what is it that we can now do? So when you finish an evaluation and you've got to the point where you're here presenting to everybody, what you really need to be asking yourself is what more can we do and what, and, and what is it that we can do to build on these outcomes? Um, and you can... You can see that everybody uh, who, we, uh, who we asked, who was involved in the program, were happy. I think um, the midwife's feedback is, is, has been much the same as the consumer feedback. Um, they like working in the model. They do come up against um, difficulties at the coalface, and that's mentioned as well. Um, and that's not new to MGP. But by and large, the midwives are very much enjoying working in this program. I think um, one of the things we're doing at Logan is committing, and it's commendable, are really committing to clinical supervision and rolling out that model for the workforce because when we're thinking about sustainability, it's not just about uh, bringing our communities together to sustain the collective impact action, but it's very much about taking care of our workforce into the future. We also did an economic analysis um, and showed, uh, was that we were able to show, um, as a lot of research already has, that um, it's a cost-saving model. So, um, so it's true value-based healthcare where we're really finding our communities are engaged, we're saving money across the health service, our partners are engaged and we're getting better health outcomes. What we really want to do is, as I said, um, look forward to the future, so where to from here. Um, this, pro this program was imagined all those years ago um, after all that advocacy with um, the main aim of improving the life trajectory for the children of Logan. And so we really need to be looking at the future now and um, how can we prove that we're doing that. Uh, so uh, we, we were able to um, 
get some more money um, to um, roll out some more research. So we're currently working on that. It's a two-year program um, of research to look at building an evaluation framework for uh, longitudinal outcomes for the families of Logan. And that might look something like um, health literacy, um, enrolment in schools, um, uptake of vaccination, uh, less admission rates, um, less child removal. Um, we're not sure yet, but that's what we've been given the money to investigate. So we'll be setting up an evaluation model to, for the health service to look at you know, these first 2,000 days and into the future. This is what we wanted the model to achieve, and are we achieving that? So keeping the model accountable. What you're seeing here is, is a very strong message from us that if you have a health service that is invested in improving the life trajectory for your populations, if you want to upscale MGP, and if you're invested in midwifery continuity of care, you need to bring you need to, to start this in the community with your partners, with consumers, and with your um, your health services in the community. And that is the key to the success of this program. Um, yes, the outcomes are great. Yes, we expected them to be. Um, but the success of this program actually hinges on the collective impact processes of, and that continues. So it's not. And it's very valuable to go to community and have, um, have consultation workshops often. Um, it's helpful to hear voices from community and consumers. But what we've done here is something I believe that is quite unique um, and that is embedded in the external governance process that is ongoing. So the same people that sat around the table and imagined this program. Now um, we, we have a, 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 an oversight committee that meets every two months that involves the health service and the community as a governance structure. And so when things start to happen that um, you know inevitably will happen as you move towards growing a program like this, we have an external governance structure to help us along the way um, to sort of reimagine those um, difficulties that we will inevitably face as we as we walk the, the journey with the community. So we meet every two months, um, and this I think is the key to the ongoing success um, and some of the things that we hope we can um, achieve in the future. So we'd like to thank our partners who. Um, who are all up there on the screen, and um, we couldn't have done this without them. Um, and I think you're going to hear a lot more of this collective impact process, hopefully, in health and how um, we can achieve service improvement with the process. Um, I would really like also to thank um, Metro South, um, the executive and midwifery and nursing leadership team for getting behind this program so wholeheartedly and of course uh, the midwives, uh, the 30 of them now at Logan that provide this amazing care for women and families. As always, thank you for listening to our podcast and taking the time to learn about the wonderful work of Queensland's frontline clinicians. To continue the conversation, head on over to Facebook, Twitter or Instagram and let us know of any pockets of excellence you think deserve to be showcased. This podcast is proudly brought to you by Clinical Excellence Queensland.